0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. All right, again, let's hope this pen works. Let's see, yeah, we got a good pen. So we're on the words, uh, I, let me just go over the words Baruch again, just real quick, because we're moving on. We have Baruch, we have Atah. Okay, now Baruch means, who remembers? Knees. Uh, submitting yourself, lowering okay. yourself. knees, which for us means humble. And cool. And two was what? Source. Oh, sorry, pool. Thank you. Who said pool? (laughs) Good for you. other one. Pool. And the word source. And then we have the word "ata" means. Obviously, it means you. But what were the ones we did? Essence. Because this is, the, thank you, this is the one name in life that doesn't mean anything directly. Just like when someone says, hey you, what's up? Or you say, I, what is that? It's not at all physical. You can't find the I in an MRI. I can't find you in an MRI. I can find your body, but not your point of reference, not your actual essence. Your essence is beyond. That's called the soul. And when we say the word "Ata" regarding God, we're saying you, what is that? What is that? So we have to deconstruct any concept of God we've ever had. You've got to let go of whoever you thought God was, which is what I spoke about yesterday was anti-religion, is that you get away from religion, and religion's constantly hijacking God's reputation, and just let it all go of who God is. Uh, let me take a load off you, by the way. I feel a little uncomfortable with you carrying that bag. Also, um, it's quite warm in here, and you're wearing like a blanket. So, if you don't mind just loosening up a little bit, you're indoors in a warmer, room. Okay? I feel comfortable, I will. I know, but you were falling asleep. No, I was actually listening. Were you? Yeah. So how am I supposed to know if you're asleep or listening? Just carry on. Okay. <laughs> Sorry if I'm embarrassed. And I really just wanted you to be comfortable. Okay. Um, essence and the other is, um, is what? Did we do the other? No. No. We no. didn't. We said it was... Yes, we did. And the other is contemporary. Why? Because it's chutzpah to call God in the second person. Calling God you is chutzpah. You mind turning on the AC? Calling God you is chutzpah. Make sure the fan's on low. It should be on low. Just turn it on. Okay, you're good. Mm -hmm. Calling God you is chutzpah. In the second person. But how can you call God you? How can we use that chutzpah of calling God you? Because it's followed by boron. Because when you humble the ego, when you humble your stature with your knees, when you lower yourself, or you humble yourself that you're even making a blessing, that you're even recognizing God, so when you humble your stature, when the body goes down, what comes up? Soul. When the body comes up, everybody, what comes up? The soul. Well, your soul is part of God. I mean, what is this I that doesn't show up in an MRI? What is the I that doesn't show up in MRIs? It's yeah. the soul. And what is the soul? If it's not physical, it's obviously it's part of spiritual, which means it's part of God. And what created this place? Consciousness. Now, uh, you can please take a seat. Uh, you near? We got a spot for you right here. What's your name, right now? I forgot. Uh Shimi. Shimi. I don't think I ever got. You do, you got to spot your next shimmy, this nice lady can sit here, please. So, I mean, what created this place if not consciousness? You guys know that everything around you is purely digital. Everything around you is digital, meaning it's it's all just made of moving frequencies, the metal in your table, the wood, in your, your, wood your skin, your clothing. It's all just different vibrational frequencies, just moving at different speeds just different gatherings of protons, neutrons and electrons. That's all it is. We are made by a consciousness. And all of this is filled with consciousness. The whole world's made of this consciousness. You can't see it. You will see it. You should prepare yourself for that by living conscious. You don't want to get shocked when you when it's the end of days. Says that the birth pangs of Mashiach it's called Chedle Mashiach the birth pangs of Mashiach is when the world's going to go into hysterical hysteria of um, birth contraction which means that there's, the world's going to start contracting, meaning world events are going to contract it closer and closer uh, what do you call that? intervals, thank you closer and closer intervals and people are going to freak but those who have tasted the consciousness, that I have, me and a few of my colleagues have taken on to train the world and especially the Jewish world, as you taste the consciousness, you will have a nice place to be when the whole world's going crazy. You will be attached to what's called the Chebel nachlos, the Chebel of Yaakov, the rope that Yaakov was attached to. And that's like when the world's going in crazy yo-yo convulsions, we're going to always be staring at the finger with a little string on it, meaning the yo-yo string, which is, we're connected to the, that rope, which is, was established by Avraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, and it's here for us today, and it's specifically for our generation to hang on to. And that's why the consciousness movement has, has taken over the world now. It's, I mean, the high-tech world is, you're nobody in the high-tech world if you're not doing consciousness work. It is, it is the cutting edge of this generation, and it's all part of an amazing, amazing awakening that's happening throughout the planet. That sadly, our own our own people are are pretty out to lunch to right now. You know, everyone's so busy being strict about things that that they uh, have. You know, they're, they're too focused on they're so focused on the vessel that they forgot the light inside of it. And the light is is the point of creation. That's the divakus. With the creator, it's the connection with the creator, and all of Halacha, with all its detail, all its precision, all its accuracy, is in order to create a vessel through which consciousness of God and to bake us with the Creator has can dwell, it can dwell there when we have that halachic alignment. But imagine a guy who got his car wheel aligned but never drives. You're supposed to actually drive the car the driving of the car is the connection to the divine. And if you think we have the patent on that, we do, but so do all the ancient tribes of the planet. They're all talking this language. This is the language. Our language is the language of the ancient tribes, which Western man has tried to stomp out of existence. And we have, the nation of Israel has fought a war we started with from the very beginning was the nations of the world trying to crush us. Today the nations of the world want to crush us. They're not going to be able to because we're in a messianic period now. We've entered into a messianic period. What are they going to do? I mean, they, not much they can do to us, but they still continue to crush the, the try their best to crush the uh, Tibetan Buddhists tribes of the Amazon, the, the jungles of Mexico and the jungles of Africa, they still try to crush the uh, the, the light that is the light of consciousness. And, uh, and the, the, in the 1960s, when that consciousness hit the streets of America, the, uh, the people that they tried to hold down then are the actual people who built... The first personal computers, whether it was Apple, IBM, Microsoft, Xerox they, these were hardcore enlightened hippies. But hardcore. Like super hardcore. None of us have ever met anyone like that. We've met them, but today they're all clean-cut and they're billionaires. But we never, you never get to see a guy like that anymore. It's you have to look at pictures of the originals of these great firms that have. Have fought for the rights of the incredible greatness of consciousness and how your consciousness is unlimited and cannot be held down. A, that is a fight. Our consciousness is a fight that the Jews have fought for the last 3,329 years. And even back, Avram Avinu fought for that. King Nimrod tried to kill him several times. Yitzhak Avinu fought for it. Yaakov Avinu fought for it. Egypt tried to crush us. And those personal computers that they went and, you know, started building now exist in all of our hands and have given a tremendous power, tremendous power to every human being. The individual is big again. These things took down the power of Egypt. They took down the power of Libya. They turned the whole Middle East into a mayhem. Iran's eruption going on right now was all fueled off of it. Snowden fought for the rights of the of the, the. It's a power struggle now because the governments, they have a lot of money and they want to be ahead of us, to keep controlling. Snowden was sacrificed his own freedom and life to fight for the rights of that individual, that is human being. And... Uh, But we're going to win this thing. We're going to win this thing. Apple's on the edge of being the first trillion-dollar company, and the, uh, the 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 there is an ability of the people with the consciousness to get to a critical mass of wealth that that they can take over. And Israel's a small enough country that the government can wake up quickly to all of this and bring the light of consciousness to the world. And so we're on the cusp of a lot of things, and I'll have you know that anyone who just thinks you're sitting in a class in essentials while you're, you know, 18 through 25 or whatever, 18 to 30, and you're just like, oh, this is important information, you know, this is a cool trip to Israel and everything, uh, you should know that if you're hearing what I'm saying and you start... YouTubing stuff I'm talking about and googling stuff. I'm talking about you will start to realize that you yourself If you're hearing this here, you have a pivotal role You have a pivotal role of leadership if you're one of the if you're a Jew one of 13 million people in a country sorry in a, in a planet of 7 billion and you're from this tribe That has fought this war for thousands of years and you're young and and tech savvy and spiritually aligned, you have everything to do with the coming of Mashiach in a very tangible and real way. This is not pie-in-the-sky, you know, animamin campfire song. Animamin... You know, this is not one of those, like, sitting in front of a campfire that you believe in the coming of Mashiach we're beyond that now we're staring at it right outside the window we're we're, we're there and you have an important and key role you are not going to be I promise all of you if you take what I'm saying seriously and you hit your computers and start checking out what I'm talking about you will start to realize that you have a pivotal role what's our role? role? what's our role? I don't know what your role is I know what mine is You'll see your role. What's yours? You may be married to that role, and you'll be the role together. What's my role? <laughs> First of all, I just want to seat this lovely two over here. Um, someone please remove the stuff off that chair and the stuff off the chair next to it. Or is someone sleeping over there? Oh, Guys, just make, a, make it comfortable for these two to sit down, preferably together. Maybe maybe you and the cap, you want to jump up a seat? Yeah. Someone remove that stuff, please. Just jump up and see. Let these two stay together. You're welcome. What's up here? Oh, we got chairs. Oh, great, great. Yeah. Hey, wait. Oh, we, oh, good. Perfect. Sorry. Can you elaborate on what you mean by consciousness? I'm sorry. It's my first class. So. Oh, welcome, welcome. Yeah, we talk about this each day. Yeah, so I'll explain. What's your name? Helen. Helen. Uh, you guys want to video this process here. So, you might... Okay. So, uh, can you see her? Is she being blocked? Um, um, hi, I'm, I'm Rabbi Klee, or I don't Um And this is part of the answer to your question, is that you're Helen, okay? But that's your name, and that's a symbol to let people know that they're referring to you. And, but you're not really Helen. You, you are a consciousness, a point of reference, that here's this going across the room, meaning my voice. Mm-hmm. But I'm not speaking English right now. This is digital. It just sounds like, for example, the A on the guitar string, let's say, it's, uh, so that's just 440 oscillations per second. Those are hitting your eardrum at 440. Okay? Your eardrum's taking that math, bringing it to what is called the neurons, which are billions of little doodads that are all networked, and they're translating my words into English. But to whom are they translating it? You're not a neuron. You're not a microscopic neuron. For sure not. Um, I'm the receiver. You're the receiver, and that's, your, that's called your consciousness. That is who you actually are. It does not show up anywhere in brain scans. It's not anywhere in your body. It's nowhere there. It is a pure consciousness that is... You're starting to get ice, you're starting to catch it. So it's a consciousness that he shares. And there's almost no distinction between the two. Really, there is no distinction. And we, But where's that coming from? Everything's got to come from somewhere. So that's coming from God. And that's why we call that consciousness the soul. Because it's from God. Because everything comes from something, and you know you have the consciousness. Now, as we've spoken about over and over again in these classes, is that that consciousness constantly gets obscured by your, and hijacked by your constant barrage of thinking. You know, the left brain, the calculating, analytical brain. And that brain usurps the consciousness, it hijacks the consciousness, obscures it. So what happens is, the, the movement we're in now, where you guys can achieve, just in a matter of these moments of me speaking, something that would have taken years in India before 1967 in the spring of 1967 was when the consciousness entered the world that had you been going if you wanted to get the experience that all of you raise your hand if you were able to tap in while i was working with helen to your consciousness raise your hands like let's see hands okay raise your hands if you are just tapped in in general because we've been discussing consciousness okay so okay lots of you so that consciousness is you're attempting to what I'm talking about? Uh, I don't want to say yes, because I don't want because I don't know for sure. <laughs> okay, great. I just want your answer. Same sure. That's, That's fine. It's 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 one of these things that that, and I don't want to do a whole consciousness training because we're doing the anatomy of a blessing right now. I don't want to do a whole consciousness training, but I could get your enti- the entire room if you want. I can do it tomorrow if you want, we, where we can get ourselves the entire room there, which is really groovy experience. And it's really amazing, because you're, you're now attached, connected to a substrate of consciousness that is shared by all conscious beings, and obviously endowed to us by the Creator. And, and the access to that would have taken, which you're sensing now, is, would have taken years of abstinence, celibacy, fasting, or whatever, but ever since ni- this, ever since the spring of 1967, it has entered the immediacy of the world. It's Can you avi- that? It's available.
1: Explain what? In the, the of no what
0: in the spring of 1967 was... no idea yeah, what you're referencing. The spring of 1967. exactly. How was it born in the 80s? The spring of 1967, there was a... Uh, they're, they're, it's a long story, but basically we have a counting from Passover, which is redemption, until Shavuos, which is the redemption of the consciousness. Is the where we were given the Torah at Shavuos. Shavuos is when we are given Torah. Torah is the kind of the blueprint of the entire system. Okay? it's the blueprint of the entire system, and we do this seven-week count, which is a super Kabbalistic extra Kabbalistic ex Kabbalistic <laughs> thing where we count seven sevens every day of the week so one of the energies of the seven so in 1967 on the sixth day of the sixth week of the count, which is called Chabi Chabiyizot which none of you are going to know what that means but on that sixth day in 1967 the sixth day war sorry the sixth day of the sixth week was the sixth day war when it began or when it ended? when it began And it ended in six days, and we had back the temple Mount, the piece of land out there. (laughs) Exhibit A. And that's why I'm saying you're all part of this movement, what's going on right now. And and I'm not telling you the rest of the details of what happened to the rest of the world, but all kinds of crazy stuff happened everywhere else. It's also, though, for Israelis, it began the Balchuvah movement. Uh, the entire Chuva movement in Eretz Cicero began on that day. On, the, on that day was the beginning of this um, One sec. Yeah, go ahead, in here. Uh, the, the the consciousness that you're referring to is it a sort of is it a collective consciousness amongst the Jewish people? Or do you think it's more because that's what you're referring to in '67? It's universal. It's the whole a it universal. It's a universal consciousness. Yeah. I'm missing a lot because I've been here like over here, but welcome this, back. Well, thank you. What's the point of this? Like, what do you do with that? With the consciousness, yeah. uh, the um, what's the point of the consciousness? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ready for this answer? I hope you'll understand this answer. I feel bad. I I can't believe I'm talking over people's heads. I never talk over. Do I uh, do I often talk over you guys' heads? No, right? No? Sometimes. Sometimes. Oh, I apologize. Yeah, she's right. it could be that this part first of all i obviously know how to teach a class with divine terms you know but it could be i'm doing this a little bit to have you guys strive a bit and maybe have a few terms that you got to go work out you know understand this is we're in this, you guys have come to the the capital of spirituality it requires a certain amount of discipline i know you're probably used to having everything's a bit spoon-fed. I know I am. You know when, when I'm clicking on YouTube, I want my search to come to the actual search. I don't want to have to hit three more videos to get to what I'm looking for. You know, we're living in a generation where like I want it and I want it now. But this is about spiritual discipline. You're in the center of the source of all reality here. So I, I'm going to answer your question. Um, what you do with the consciousness? is ready for this? It's actually all there is. See, you've, this whole time I've been speaking, you've been thinking that you have your body, and we have this room, and then there's I'm talking about you distinguishing consciousness from that, meaning separating consciousness from that. And I even distinguish your left brain from the right brain, which is the conscious brain, versus the left brain, which is the Analytical, calculating brain that that obscures the conscious brain. It's just brain science. Now, you're still listening to me as if these are two separate things, and this room is separate from it. But this room's made of the consciousness. Consciousness has multiple levels to it. We're on the lowest level down here, so things actually appear physical. The whole thing's made of consciousness. And the people of the Greeks, all the way up to the Romans, all the way up to the ancient, or the you know, old Europe to modern Europe to the United States of Asia of you know, modern America, the all of that, all of Westernism is creating this force that this world is it, and a separation between this world and. The divine, preferably to get rid of the divine, but at best, you know, if you can't get rid of it, at least separate it. There's God and there's the world. Judaism never says there's one God. That's the religions. Religions say there's the world and a belief in God. One God. Judaism doesn't say that. Nowhere in our Torah says one God. Our Torah says that God is one, and we are inside its consciousness. The whole thing's made of the consciousness. When enough people, when we hit a critical mass of people who realize who they really are is this consciousness. Meaning who you are is what's listening to me right now. Not not the neurons firing that are translating English. Your neurons firing that are translating my English into English because it's all vibrational math. It's all mathematics. So what is translating that? Is Who's it translating it for? For you. Well, who are you? Who are you? You're not in there. You don't show up in brain scans. You don't show up in an MRI. Only your neurons do. So who are you? And so the answer who you are is just this consciousness that that stuff reports to. But it is not physical. It's not made of space and time. It's called the soul. But where did it come from? Where did your consciousness come from? And the answer is because everything comes from somewhere. So it came from a consciousness that we have this English term called God, which means Zippo, but, but the word God is ultimately referring to this consciousness that created a world made of consciousness, but in order for us to have free will and be down here because of this fruit that got eaten, that they weren't supposed to eat yet, they were allowed to eat it in another couple of hours. It was basically the chon. You know, it was like, wait till Shabbos. They had to wait till Shabbat. Adam and Eve had to wait till Shabbat to eat this thing. There's a reason why, because there's something about Shabbat's energy. Your mind's going to properly distinguish. Whereas when they ate from that fruit, they were not ready for the distinctions. Think about it. What was it the tree of? It was the tree of duality, the tree of distinction of good and evil. Good and evil just being the kind of the broad names of distinction. Dark and light, you know, night and day, cold and hot, polarity. And because of that, then we got locked into this. And, and the. I'm getting bored? Hebrew lessons of four. Hebrew lessons. What times? It's four. Well, where is it? It's eight to four. Um, It's 8 to 4. Yeah, you got 8 minutes. Oh, it starts 4 sharp. It's my first Where is day. it? At the Ashiva. Asian Yeah, it's the English library. Your first day? On my first day here. <laughs> <laughs> That's left. I clicked on that. It's okay. Just in a stream of consciousness here. Let me finish one sec. Go ahead. So this consciousness. Um, um, sorry for picking on you bro the um about the when your eyes were closed i see you're wide awake. um the it, it's a whole thing when you're when you're a teacher whether to ever point out an individual in the class so like like for example let's say someone's phone rings so if you just comment everyone checks their phones to make sure they're off to not be that guy if someone goes to the bathroom They're just going to the bathroom. I realize he's just going to the bathroom. Like, let's say I know the guy. So I'll just say, is everything okay? And then no one's getting up at that point. (laughs) You understand what I'm talking about? Like, you gotta gotta, like, do this accounting because you can't. The Torah forbids embarrassing a person. So it's very, like, do you or don't you? You got to calculate. But but that's just part of teaching. Now, uh, let me just finish that. So the whole thing's made of the consciousness. You think this stuff's physical? You just got to study a little physics to find out that it's not. It's made of consciousness. And they've actually proven that your consciousness can change things. And many of you have, all of you do that already. If you're feeling a little bummed out and you show up to a party, like a little party, just watch what your energy does to the place. And vice versa, you show up all happy, and excited, watch what it does. But it's not just that actual material things take place. And that's why a lot, big mistake a lot of people make is thinking that their future is, to, is dependent upon financial wealth. People think they can only make Aliyah if they have enough money. People think they can only pursue this or that or the other with the right finances and stuff. But uh, I've, I learned many years ago that your job is only the what. It's only the what, not the how. How how is often money? How you're gonna get it done? Often money. But God created the world to respond to consciousness, and so when you can single single uh, like laser beam focused, single mindedly concentrate on what it is you want, so that's the what, and then God will actually make the 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 rest of the parallel worlds. You can straighten the camera. No, God omit. They said that they can't hear you. Oh, really? Well, Bum- bummer. Is that yeah, it happens once in a while. But that's probably his computer, <laughs> not this. Yeah. Why would it be all right, this? All right, it's all right. probably his computer. I, it's all right. They can't, no, no, don't try to fix it. It's a, uh, It's con- probably his computer, right? <laughs> Hopefully. More than one person. He said, we are unable to hear you today. The volume is very low. That's uh, just because I'm speaking low. Sorry. can someone help me by the way is anyone in tech here i went because of these complaints i went and bought a lapel mic with a for this but the my iphone doesn't recognize that i put in a mic it's thinking it's a headset you know what i mean Mm. so i need someone to download an app for me or find an app for me that about any power bluetooth headphones Recognizes. a yeah, well, regular pair of a microphone left, right? A regular what? A your <clears throat> I bought Bluetooth headphones. Just yeah. What's What's it? It? Semi- the, the phone. Oh that's cute. If I had a long if I wore a long headset, no no no, no you can you get a look device, at your headphones. one thing to put in your ear. Yeah, like a regular Bluetooth, you connect it to your phone in the same way you're able to talk. Is there a microphone? Your phone. You have a microphone. Yeah, to to that. Yeah, you can speak to that. That's cool. It just needs a really long cord. <laughs> oh, Bluetooth. Oh, uh, I see. I mean, if I get the ear no, you just don't even have to put them in. Just put it like this. I think it would work. Yeah, yeah it, it will. It will. Oh, It does no, we don't it work. It does work. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a lag though. It could be an audio lag. No, there it won't be a lag. I can hear you just fine from Mortify. Thank you, Mortify. <laughs> <laughs> I love you too. But you can straighten the cameras a little bit. Oh. Okay. Um, anyway, the bottom line is this whole thing's made of the consciousness. The whole physical world's made of the consciousness. Back to the Greeks. The Western civilization has been out to make this be real. And take away consciousness. Do you know the first time fluoride was put in water? I don't know if you know about fluoride and consciousness. Mm-hmm. I've only been recently hearing it. it anyway, fluor- your intellectual anyway, fluoride and consciousness are connected. Meaning, fluoride has a um, has a, a particular effect on your on your brain. It causes the uh, it causes a part of your brain, which is the the you you. I'm starting to give way too much information. Um, Google the issue with fluoride in the in No, the no, brain. no! Finish that. Uh, <laughs> causes your brain to do what? <laughs> too much information. Oh, man. I'll let you guys Google it. Fluoride. I fluoride. Yeah. Just get. Just go for the more expensive non-fluoride toothpaste. Um, <laughs> the the, uh, the rest of the uh, the rest of the um, countries throughout the world are now taking it out of their water. And uh, and in uh, Israel, thank God, has stopped putting fluoride in the water. And uh, and I don't know that for sure they actually did or they just said they did. And because it's it's hard to figure out whose side they're on exactly. And and if you ever wonder why, don't you sometimes wonder like why can't the Haredim just get along with the state of Israel? Like you're on the same team, boys. Get over it. You ever thought that way? Well, the Haredim are protecting consciousness from a from a Western government made of Jews, and so, and they're not sending their their sons, who they have sacrificed everything, to give the consciousness to, to go be to, to be in the jurisdiction and being told what to do. Like you're, they own you when you're in the army, by people who are are who are a long arm of people against the consciousness that I speak of. It's impossible to govern conscious people, you realize. (laughs) How do you govern conscious people? They're ungovernable. And so, that's why, if you ever get angry, like, why can't they just go fight in the army, or why can't they just get along? This is a long war, and if you think Israel's the issue, this war started 200 years ago with the Enlightenment, when the Haredi community started fighting for consciousness against a Jewish nation that assimilated and washed out into Westernism. So this is the Jewish kid, the state of Israel is the new kid on the block for the war of consciousness and the tribal members of the planet that I spoke about earlier see perfectly eye to eye with the top leaders of the Jewish world, uh, meaning the observant ones. They see perfectly eye to eye with them. I've been at panel discussions amongst top Torah scholars with top tribal leaders and they see perfectly eye to eye and they see perfect and all the Gentile tribes of the world from these jungles and stuff consider consider the state of Israel Babylon and you should know something else there are people who are tribes of the lost tribes the lost tribes know exactly who they are they're lost to us they're not lost to them they have stayed married within themselves they do not marry out and they're out there. And the only reason they aren't coming back like all the other Jews is because all those other Jews that came back are from the kingdom of Judah. We're from the kingdom of Judah. And so we stayed around in public, like all over Europe, <laughs> Iraq, Iran, Korea, Morocco, like we've been around. And so the Yehudim, the Jews from the tribes of Judah, tribe of Judah, were are here and we're called the Yehudim, the Jews. But the 10 tribes have been watching all this. They, they're watching. And they're not, they're not coming back yet, but they're starting, to, they're starting to reach out. And I know the people they're reaching out to. And this is all, that's what I'm saying, you're part of this, you're on the cusp of this, and you have to get involved and just start Googling it and checking it out, because all the info's out there. But they don't trust the state. And believe me, when they're reaching out, they're not reaching out to the state. And uh, and I'll tell you just even further, there were even Yehudim Jews, meaning from the Jew- Jewish tribes of Judah, who were in Yemen, who didn't come back for Second Temple. So they were this amazing time capsule proof of Temple Judaism. You realize when when like atheist anthropologists and stuff want to like want to like shortchange Jewish history and say we're only around for like some no- nothing period of time. And they uh, so they have a real issue with the Yemenites, because those Yemenites came back after 2,500 years. They are, they are from the first temple, and they came back with a full Judaism intact. And because they had been in the Yemenite deserts, in in, in completely staying within themselves. But even they, when the first groups were brought to the state of Israel by the state, they uh, word got back to Yemen that it's not tribal here. It's actually a western state. It's a western power. And they, the Yemenite elders said, stop coming. And they stayed in Yemen. And a lot of you don't even know about this. Raise your hand if you didn't know about this. Yeah, you <laughs> see? They didn't come. And guess what? The ones who stayed got, Yemen's gotten so radicalized lately that it's become unsafe for them so they realized they had to leave guess who was funding their funding their lives there because there's no money there guess, the people who were funding their lives there were hasidim from brooklyn who's one of the wealth- <laughs> it is That's the wealthiest okay. the wealthiest hasidic group in the world has been funding their existence there so guess what when they had to decide when it was too radicalized it was no, no longer safe for them they had to leave yemen so they had to decide are they going to a compound in upstate new york <laughs> <laughs> or are they coming to the land of Israel? And the Jewish agency was, like, indignant. Like, that's what we do. We bring Jews to Israel. And and they, uh, and obviously the Hasidim, the black hat Hasidim, who had been supporting them all these years, said, no, we're going to build a compound for you to continue your tribal life in New York. And then there was this whole fight. It was in the newspapers here. <laughs> Who's getting them? Who's getting the, the last Yemenites? Anyway... The people who had been supporting them since For the last 70 years Are the ones who got them And they moved to New York And uh, I see them Because I, when I go to Muncie I get to see like full on Yemenite Biblically dressed Jews Anyone from Muncie here? Anyone, anyone seen them around? You ever seen them? Where's guys? They were the last Jews They were never Yemenite Jews In Muncie, New York I'll tell you that <laughs> you know, yeah. We have these biblically dressed Jews walking around Muncie, and they—they uh, went to Muncie. Yeah, you should know all the things I'm saying when I keep saying the State of Israel as if it's something else. You should know that I am the biggest lover of the State of Israel. I believe the State of Israel, when it was founded in 1948, is a divine, providential experience. It is the physical indwelling. An industrialist beginning. I mean, think who Joseph was before redemption from Egypt. He was an industrialist. He handled all the wealth of seven years of plenty and then distributed seven years of famine. It was a purely material, physical job he did, and that set the stage for redemption. Joseph, by no de- by no coincidence, is numerical value of one fifty six, which is the numerical value of Zion. I'm a hardcore Zionist, and I believe the secular state of Israel was ju- is just the divine providential physical beginnings, just like Joseph's job was a physical it was physical by nature it was material. Everything is everything I was saying is vessel and light. Earlier I mentioned vessel like the halacha is the vessel, and the, the consciousness is the light, and and. The state of Israel's vessel and the consciousness of Israel's delight and the fact that they shafted the Haredim for, for all these years is a blessing. You would think, why can't they, just, why can't they be nice to the Haredim? Let the, you know, one thing, why can't the Haredim be nice? What about the other side? Why can't they be nice? You, don't, you know nothing of what happened, but if I told you, you would all run out of here and go like kill your Hebrew school teachers for having pulled the wool over your eyes and whitewashing a horrific history in the late 40s of what the state did to, to, to crush the spirit of the consciousness. After thousands of years of us protecting that consciousness for the time of redemption. And they, uh, and so, the but think about it. Had they been nice to the Haredim, had they been nice to the Haredim, to the Black Attitude people who had been this way since 1900, since the Enlightenment movement, the Haredi movement began. Remember, the state's the new kid on the block. Had they been nice, tell me, what are the biggest assimilation pressures in the last 200 years, 19, 2018 or year 1908? Which one? 1908. No, 2018 has the most intense assimilation pressure I mean, it, it, right now even, it's like ripping the soul out of our, our people. With, with, you know, I'm not going to say with what, but it is. Yet, here in 2018, we have more people attached to cons- constant Torah study. Ready for this? We, there are more people learning Torah full-time today than any time in our history. All the way back to Sinai, there have never, there's never been this level of scholarship there's never been this in quality, nor has there been this level of studying of Torah in quantity. Quality? Quality, quality yeah. Is it proportionate to the population? population or just in the when population? I say quality, it's been there there, there are halachi, is being books coming out, constant new nuances, like never before. And, yeah, don't go on, don't, we're not talking about right now. You read this and stuff like okay. that. Had they been friendly, had the state been friendly to the Haredim, there wouldn't be any Haredim left. The whole point of the Haredim is to react to secularism. That's the point. They react to secularism. They've been doing it for 200 years. So when the state of Israel wasn't friendly, so they just reacted. And it has created the greatest populist movement of Torah scholarship and attachment to the consciousness movement that has ever been in the history of our nation right as the physical Joseph the physical Zion the material Zion is getting in place God behind the scenes had them be very not nice towards the Haredim so that the Haredim would build their families do you know what the average birth you know what's the average babies during this hour babies were born right who do you think they're going to grow up to look like, me or Shimon Peres? Who are they going to look like when they're 40? What are they going to look like? Yeah. Like me. The vast majority of the kids born during this hour, they're going to grow up to look like me. 30 years from now, that will be the only voters in the country. Um, it's been this way for years though already. Meaning, meaning when my, by, they say by 2030, there will be no there will be hardly any mandates at all in our parliament from secular um, secular constituencies. Meaning to get your seats, you have to have secular constitu- you have to have constituents. And they say by 2030, which is only what is that, twelve years from now. There will be hardly any constituents left in the parliament. Now, do you think secular Israel doesn't know about this? they know very well the best books everything I've been saying you think there's like this Haredi Jew like venting everything I'm saying is from secular books written in Tel Aviv they know they know better much better than the Haredim everything I've been saying right now is all from secular books in Tel Aviv being written by scholars who have seen the writing on the wall Haredim aren't thinking about this stuff. they're in the middle of some tractate of Talmud right now doing you know studying deep into the wisdom of the consciousness movement Guys, I hate to say it, but that's it for today. It's well after four. Um, Just an announcement. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.